What's up, TIW Mafia? Take two. Here we go. With the Irish Whip hanging out with Big Joe. We're going to talk some wrestling. We're going to talk some music. We're going to talk some lots of things. Joe's wearing a nice shoot first shirt. They stole that from Han Solo, by the way. That's actually, they may have, but it was a line from Firefly. Yeah, which came about 30 years after. I know, but this shirt was done a few years ago for charity. It was all done for charity with this shirt, so. So they stole for charity. Uh, It's kind of like not stealing, it's like procuring. No, no, no. The Han Solo shot first. Everyone knows that. He shot Greedo in episode four. Different different timeline, though. Different timeline. In this, in, in, in well, yeah, because if it was if if Firefly came first, then they wouldn't have stole it from Star Wars. So, yeah. The t- well, let's just say they borrowed it. Do they have any original ideas, or was the whole show like a tribute to Star Wars? And no, it was original. Mm-hmm. Some of it. A little bit. Here and there. Is that, oh, my God. Does you smell something funny? Yeah, your dog. You can't help it. He's just a baby. What are you feeding him? Limited ingredient salmon and just want a salmon and yeah, He might be allergic potato. to that, too. No, no, that, they say that's good. <laughs> he might be allergic to that. I don't know. We'll soon, soon find out. You know we're in a small room here. This is like a little chamber we're in. And there's no windows. No windows. Well, it don't open. The door. Don't so open. we can't. Um, and you're stuck in the corner, so it doesn't matter. You're closer to him than I am. Oh yeah, but I'm used to it though. All right, let's let's get off the stinky dog and move on to something else. <sighs> it's pretty distracting. I know. Young Rock finale is if depending on when you're watching it. Today is Tuesday. Um, May 24th. Uh, well, actually, happy birthday to my godson, Patrick. Tomorrow nice. he turns five years old, 525. Nice. Happy Patrick's birthday. my little man, and it's something to be loved so unconditionally by somebody. Like, I was just talking to my buddy Joey. It's his son. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I remember when he was like two years old and didn't want to be bothered with me. And the first time he sat with me was because he was eating his birthday cake and his second birthday off of my plate. There you go. And now, like, I walk in the house, and it's JP, and he runs up, and I get a big hug. Like, that's crazy, like, that someone loves me that much, you yeah. know? So, shout out to him for his fifth birthday. He'll we be listening. Have him and Joey in the studio. Get rid of the stinky dog, and they might. Hey. Maybe we'll make him wait out in the, in the hallway. And shout uh Thoughts and prayers out to the people in Texas today, too, yeah, with that mass shooting. That shooting. The kids killed his grandmother, stole the gun from his grandmother, killed her, and then went and killed, I think, 18 in the school, including a teacher. And so. then he was, subsequent, I believe he was subsequently shot by the police. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. They should just keep shooting Earth, him. Earth might be a better place now. Yeah. Just sad he had to take what, a bunch of yeah. people with him. Yeah. And people, I, man... This is sad, but I want. I, like, I, I love the story so much that I think I got to tell it. Like there was a, a kid from South Boston, Dwayne Leotti, mm-hmm. from Old Town, Old Colony Projects. He killed himself. Me and him at one point worked with the electricians union. Um, we were like the helpers, mm-hmm. and he he was done. He he had been laid off already because the job was winding down. I was still left on the job, and. Uh, he hung himself. He, you know, something happened in his personal life that I won't get into because it's neither here yeah. nor there. And uh, one of the electricians who didn't grow up in the city, definitely grew up in the suburb somewhere, said something along the lines of, well, at least he didn't shoot up a whole McDonald's. And he got mad at me because I responded, well, I think the mass shooters prefer Burger King. My point being is whether one person goes down or 18 people go down, other people's lives are affected. My Absolutely. life was affected by that, you know. Absolutely. So, and he got that that particular attrition got all, I'll say, pissy with me, over me saying that, and he had no idea why I said it. But this was in a time when you know, Joe, me and you both lost a lot of people in a couple of years. Yeah, unfortunately for me, I, different illnesses. And for me, I wasn't here, so it was hard. Right, you were me. over. It was hard. Yep. You were out battling wars. And it started with uh, uh, Andrew McDonough. Yes. You know? Yep. 
Everyone, you know, everyone. So. I remember growing up, everyone thinking he's a bully. He was, but he's such a nice guy. Yeah. You know? And then well, he was a bully growing up. Well, but but he was. But obviously, he had some mental issues. But he no, well, he was, he was killed. He wasn't. He, no, he was killed. Was he? Yeah. He got he he went to the wrong house for a party. Oh. And then they yes yes up. the shod foot. Yep. That was when I found out a shot for you. Like if you're going to kick someone, take your shoe off. Because mm-hmm. a shot foot is a deadly weapon. Yep. A foot is just a assault and battery. Yep. And oh, yeah. So remember that. People was, were getting arrested that day on purpose. Yeah. Like they were literally getting arrested just to be in the, hoping they'd get in the holding cell with him, the guy who did that. Yeah, there was a group of them. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that, I, got, I got that letter sent to me while I was in boot camp, and it just crushed me. Because granted, I wasn't with, with, didn't hang out with him very much. He was probably the older yeah. guy. Yeah, I, I didn't know his him. His sister was I in knew, my group. Yeah, yeah, so I knew the sister. Yep. And I was actually thinking of someone else when you said Andrew. Yeah. And I can't think of the kid's name I was thinking of, but that was someone that hung themselves. Yeah, I know. He, I, I know. Um, there was another, it was another nickname. Yeah. Might have been a might have been McDonough actually, but yeah, neither here nor there. Like, yeah. So thoughts and prayers to those people in Texas and like and, all your families and, the, and, and thoughts and prayers still go out to the families of, of the people those, we know. Yeah. That, this was always, thirty years ago. Always, yeah. You know, uh, it, it, yeah. it's it's tough to hear your hear of a friend doing that, and for me personally, looking the way the society goes, and I've realized throughout my life. That as you get older, those friends mm-hmm. turn into more more turn into people you know, as opposed to right. friends. If you break friends down to really what right. it means, you know. I mean, we all, me and you, had a lot of both that in different groups had yeah. a lot of friends growing mm-hmm. up, and, and now I have a lot of people I knew exactly. But the sentiment is still there. Yeah. If one of them went yeah. down, we'd rally it's up. Just like we both knew a lot of gangsters, and now we know a lot of authors. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And, uh, but again, even if one of those people that are in the category of people I know right. went down, we'd rally up. Yeah. You know, it's well, still yeah. the same feeling. I mean, we did that. our groups in South, they used to fight with each other until the group from Charlestown came in. Yep. And then the Savin Hill kids came in. Yep. The Quincy kids tried to come in. Yeah, they never stood a chance. Uh, as we're in Q- QATP on Quincy's access. What was the, the club? That was a long time ago, though. I have a lot of respect for everybody in Quincy and all the well, residents of Quincy. Your, your residents, you know. And what was what was that nightclub that was you know, 18 over? Oh, the Bahama Beach Club. Bahama Beach Club. No, there was no, that was Shout in, out to Randy Grayley. <laughs> that was in Marina Bay. What's the one that's near the that was built into the Lantana? Oh, I don't know. It's still there. Um, L- so Lombardos? Lombardos, but then there was another. It had a different name when they went 18 I don't know. But anyway, that's where we, we met up, and they... As when we got there, but all our groups went because I remember with Sean and you being there at <laughs> yeah. the pizza at the Pizza Hut. You guys went in and got pizza, and as we're walking up, and then not I, yeah, and I wasn't a fighter, yeah, but there I was, showed up. There's only one kid from the Quincy group that stood up, and I, I think I, I don't want to mix names, so I'm not going to say who it right. was, but one person from our group that was one of the tougher of the group went in there and. You know how hard you knock on a door when you, you know they can't hear you? It was like two or three, four knocks. And, you know, then, then and that was it. And we got on the train and went home. Yeah, or the one I, the big one I remember was uh, the, the um, Teachers Union Hall, the Jammin' 94.5 concert. Yeah. With uh, the Fun Boys. I think that's when I was away. Playing. It might have been. I think that was by the time I went. PM Dawn opened up. Oh, no, sorry. PM Dawn was the headliner. The Four Fun was the Fun Boys, the the Southie boy band that did some stuff. Shout out, Jimmy. Yeah. All of them. And uh, I don't know what happened. Somebody in the the audience ran their multiple Four Fun, and one of your group actually heard it. 
my group, I was with a smaller group at that point, but they all started brawling. And all of a sudden, all you see is the big dude from PM Dawn start getting in between people, breaking the fight up. Well, yeah, that was definitely when I was going because that was <laughs> I, that I, was I, one I was of the crazier 90, ones I, was I going saw. Ninety two, right out of high school. Yeah, yeah. So you were definitely because that's when you know, Jimmy and John and Louie and I, them were I'd doing love that to thing. Have seen when did you go to any of the four fun contests? Oh yeah, I went to a few. I went to I'm the in one of the videos. The record release party. Yeah, I'm in the so I did security they, for them for a couple shows, small shows. They filmed they, one of the videos at the they filmed uh, one of the videos for You Can't Play Me at the record release party and you can see me in yeah. the audience. I, I used I did security for them for a couple small shows, the one down in downtown crossing. Okay. You put you and Tommy. Uh, me, Tommy, my brother John and someone else. And I, we just were there and they were like, right. Hey, Tommy's like, hey, stand here. Yeah, no, they were good. Like, Jimmy can still sing. Oh, yeah. And it's the thing, like, an incident happened. We're not going to get into that incident where kind of put the the breakup of the band, let's say. And, you know, all I'll say is rest in peace, Louis. Yeah. And. But that, did did you ever hear the origin of the band? I. Like, you probably did. I believe I did, but I I don't know it for real. Louis being a Quincy kid. Started a group, booked a show, and then the other three backed out on him. So he called Jimmy because he knew. I don't know where him, how him and Jimmy knew it. Probably because Louis had Southie roots. So. Yeah, Lou, I mean, I knew his father. Yeah, so his father and my mother were good friends. Louis uh, called Jimmy, knew Jimmy could sing, and Jimmy said, "Well, Jackie and John can dance better than anyone." Jackie can Jackie get some pipes too. Yeah, so they uh, that was how it's happened, and then he was telling a story. Jimmy used to love telling this, and I'll probably tell it wrong, so take this one with a grain of salt. That's why you say I'm just paraphrasing. Um, <laughs> but Jimmy's father was a cop. Jimmy's father was a great guy. Awesome. I loved Big Jimmy, yeah. Big well, Jimmy awesome. Big Jimmy was little Jimmy, but yeah. loved him. Yeah, awesome guy. And uh, there's so many stories about him that I, like, I'd love. we could got to get Jimmy in one day I had this. the pleasure to work with him. Yeah. You know, was he still on when you were on? Yeah. Nice. The tail end. Okay. When I came so, out, when I came out, I was doing the walk and beating salty. Okay. And like, I remember he'd that. Drive by, he'd be like, "Hey, hop in," and we go get a coffee. And I, you know, things. That it was it was really cool to, to get to know him on that level. Yeah. You so, Louis got himself put himself into a situation, and uh, I remember this, where he was in a house with maybe some ladies of the night, mm-hmm. and. Some of their boyfriends came in and tried to basically rob them. Whoever Louis was with shot at them, and they ran out. And Louis passed away. I don't know anyone else who was there, so there's no I'm not there's no snitching on anyone here. They ran out and they took off. And the next morning, Louis calls Jimmy up and says, "I need to talk to your father." Yeah, I remember that. And says, "What do you mean? He, just let me talk to your father." And he gets Jimmy on the phone and uh, explains to him what happened. Jimmy ran. Ran Louis' plate to see if there was anyone looking for them, and nothing came up. Yeah, and was like, you know, Jimmy was just like, and never call me with anything like this again. Yeah. <laughs> like, but you're good for now. Yeah, that's what it was. A lot of times, it was like if even just growing up in Southie, we were ten feet from the the ladies of the night. So not even that though. I'm talking about the something happens. There was always somebody, someone right that you, you could call, or they come to you, or whatever. Yeah, you know that's. But I, I always liked. I always thought that was a funny story. And and then, like speaking of Salty growing up, that brings me over to some of the friends we've had on the show before. That, unbeknownst to us, were, went went training, got right. trained in wrestling, and like we. Did, I mean, well, if we knew about it, we would have went. Yeah, um, Mike Davis. Who I knew Mike Davis because Mike Davis, where I hung out. He lived about a block away. Yep. And uh, he used to come hide with us from people. Because, like, Mike was a great kid. He didn't start any trouble. But but for some reason, one... He was a loner. One kid in particular didn't like him. Woody. Yeah. And Woody... (laughs) What's funny about Mike is Mike was always in shape. Mike was always built and was always big. Woody was tall, but then... Woody wasn't uh, even tall. (laughs) <laughs> he looked like Mr. Mac. But, like, Mike would come and hide. Uh, ironically, Mike would come and hide with my buddy Jason. Yeah. 
who was uh, you know, about five foot two, if that. <laughs> so on, love you, Jason. On the first step, <laughs> <laughs> like, but like, but Woody was cool with us. And but that, Woody would still fight Mike if he bumped into Mike and we were there. Yeah, but with that too, though, I'm not saying people had credibility or clout or anything like that. But there were certain people in every group that that if you were with them, whatever your beef was. It's now my beef if you want to keep right. it going. I was and never. Jason was one of those people. Sometimes. Depending on which way the wind blew. Right. Jason you know? had, Jason, you know, he went through his shit, his yeah. stuff. Yeah, I haven't seen, uh, I guess he's I, from, Yeah, he, he owns a couple good. houses. and Yeah, he's doing good. So, uh, I, uh, Jason's actually, so in an odd, like, how small the world is, is Jason's my cousin's grandfather. Okay. So my cousin Paige had a kid with one of his kids, and Shannonese's daughter had a kid with one of his kids. Yeah. The the so it's like we're all like it's these all, are all people we all grew well, up and, with. And that's that's the aspect of how we grew up. It was always like that, right? You know, it was always mixed around. It was going to go that way, one way or the other. Yeah, and know? I mean, you could write a book on some of those names I just mentioned. Absolutely. In fact, I think there is a book on one or two of them. Yeah, but and, and then and then you get Pat coming out and put starting his promotion. Right. Yeah. You and Pat trained under Walter. Pat trained under Killer Kowalski. I and I knew that, but I didn't think Pat was really going to do it as a kid. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, Pat was another one that like Pat was that kid that you just brought up. Like he'd go anywhere and hang anywhere. Yep. He came with us and he hung out with. Um, he would hang out with us when he came up this end with his brother, because mm-hmm. his brother hung with you guys. Yep. Or he could be down his his own end of Saudi with his, you know. Yeah, and, and well, and, and that's kind of I, I was like that too. And like, even when I even when those two groups beefed, which was a short while, yeah, my group, uh, you know, Pat was never involved in that. But in, in even that beef though, it wasn't like. We hate you. It right. Was, it was something over. It was probably I fouled Sean too hard out of oh, the NBL was, game and playing basketball. No, it and was it, someone it, else got bullied and went and cried to the twins. Oh. And the twins brought. I know. You know I know this one. Yeah. He's the, um, the referee. What, huh? The referee. No, it was. Um, so it was. I forget how it happened. No. Ah. Uh, He's still alive. I hope he's doing well. I know he had a little issue. But uh, it was Paul McCogan. Okay. Paul used Paul lived near us, used to get bullied by us a little. A little. Yeah. And uh, Paul took boxing with the Shea Twins. Yeah. And went and got the Shea Twins, who hung around with Kevin Bartell and Jimmy LeBlanc and that whole crew. Really? And they, yeah, so that was where that all came from. And, then, and I think that's when... I think that started the, the ripple effect of when you came down, we came down, they came down. Oh, yeah. Next thing you know, Peter and Tommy are going at it. I never you thought know. of it like that. but that, I mean, it, that was all that same time frame. But it seems to me like Peter's so much older than Tommy. But that was also two boxes that were, that was, you know. That was the two salty big-time boxes that came out. Yeah. You know, other than the couple that were... Pulled away and, and secluded, you know. Well, you look at like Jimmy LeBlanc. Yeah. Jimmy LeBlanc was part of Team Mayweather. Yeah. And he went out and when the second the second he moved to Vegas, um, got contacted by two females here that he should probably come back and take a paternity test. Yep. Hey, I yeah. love Jimmy. Jimmy, shout out. Like, again, one of those girls happens to be my cousin, so Jimmy's one of my cousin's kid's father. He's, so, well, In salty terms, he's your cousin. Yeah, you know? yeah, basically. And, that, and that's what it was. It was like me and you could have an all-out brawl on a Friday night, and then Saturday we're cool. Yeah, oh, it happened all the time. You know? You'd call me Saturday morning saying, hey, you want to come play football? Yeah, it's whatever happens, happens, and right. it's over with, and then we go. You know, and, yeah. and you, you think about the dynamic it, of that, of, and I've never seen it anywhere else. Hey, guys, listen, growing up as a kid, man, Saturday mornings, you had your cartoons, you had your pro wrestling on, and what made that better than a nice 
bowl of cold of cereal with that ice cold milk in it. Uh, this is being brought to you today by Magic Spoon Cereal. It comes in a variety. Um, they have a variety of flavors: cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. You can mix and match. Like you put the peanut butter with the cocoa. I highly recommend it. It's like eating a peanut butter cup. This is the the pack has zero grams of sugar, thirteen to fourteen grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs. Only one hundred forty calories in a serving. It's keto friendly, gluten free, grain grain free, soy free, and low carb. It's uh the the it's delicious. This it tastes just like the name brand cereals. Um that have sugar and are loaded with all the bad stuff for you, it's just a lot better for you. So it tastes exactly like the regular cereal. It's super nutritious. It's delicious, but super healthy cereal that really brings joy to your mornings or afternoons or evenings or nights, let's face it. A bowl of cereal is good anytime. So if you go to www.magicspoon.com slash irish to grab a variety pack and try it today, and be sure to use our promo code IRISH at checkout, and you save $5 off your order. That's magicspoon.com slash irish, and use promo code IRISH at checkout. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash irish and use the code irish to save five dollars thank you magic spoon for sponsoring this episode yeah not like not to the extent yeah like i've never seen it where um granted i haven't been everywhere when this group but that group was growing up but you know what i mean i haven't seen uh, the dynamic of where as close as everybody was in in proximity to each other you know Look how many different types of people were growing up in that neighborhood. You know, yep. everyone says salt the Irish pride, this or that, but there was so much more than just Irish. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. The problem was a lot of people didn't own up to the the ones who weren't Irish. You know. Yeah. Like you were out. Everyone was Irish. Yeah. And that was the thought process. And and this and that's the thing like. Uh, I remember going to playing playing different games and see even CYO the church league basketball there were brawls, you know, <laughs> big time, and like when we played over in Charlestown, for, I forget what league it was, but we played over in Charlestown against them. They had to have a multitude of cops on site, it's you know. All depended on who the coach was too. Yeah. You know, because, like, you'd get away with more with the Joe Kelly than you would with the Lally. And then you get away with a lot more with Caputo. Then oh. he, he started. <laughs> I, I remember one Shout out to Mike. He's doing big things now, True. so good for him. Yeah. Uh, if you ever need security, call us. Well, you can't stand yeah, up. Canine security, all right? We can do it. He'll lick him to death. He's not a security dog. What's he gonna? He, he the only thing he protects you from against is little mini dogs. He protects me from falling, but like you know, not the, that well. I remember one time at a game with Mike, and I'm like, you know, how like you you sit by the bench, the the table where the scorekeeper is when you're when you're next to go in. Yeah, and I'm doing that. I've taken my knee. I'm doing it right. And next thing I know, like Mike's like, "What was that foul?" The coach like, "There wasn't a foul." And him and Mike and going at it. You know, and I'm sitting there in the middle of it, and they get close to the point where, like, I'm like this. And it was, and then next thing you know, there was someone else on my team that whipped the ball off to the other kid's head, and then and this and that. And you bullies. But, oh, the brawls we had with East Boston were fun, though. That's, but that was salty. But the best thing about that was then we went to high school, and we met all those kids on a different level. Right. It was like, yeah, that was fun. But at the same time, you might have fought them on Saturday for BMBL or CYO and then had to play in a game with them as your teammate and pass them the ball and get an assist with them yep. on a Friday night yep. playing for uh, high school. Exactly. And the dynamic of that, like growing up in Southie, a lot of people don't realize um, 
And for those who don't know, if you listen, we're talking South Boston. Uh, the, 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 I keep saying using the word dynamic, but it's the easiest way to describe the way it's kind of, it's very complex the way but it was intermingled. Because even if you lived up the point, you had can, you had family in the yeah. in the projects, invite you know, and everything in the middle. Did I? You My know? mother's family grew up in the projects. I'm a product of the projects. You know? Yeah, but then your family got rich and bought a house. No, my oh my aunt did. That's what, because you know, her husband was a firefighter. That was the thought process in South. If you owned, like I was never poor. I was never lower class, but we were middle class, we, and we weren't on. We weren't upper middle class. We that's got, for sure. We got by. We, we 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 got by. I never heard from, but I never knew. I wasn't rich. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, there was always a couple bucks to go out with. You know, back well back then, you give a you give a kid a buck, he's well, getting everything he needs for a dollar. You know, I might not have had the dollar to go out with, but my mother would say, "But here's an Elio's pizza." Yeah. You can heat it up at Jared's. You know, or something like that. Yeah. Here's a funny. So, th- I this love is you, a I love you doing your mother's voice, though. This is a Southie episode. So, a couple weeks ago, I was I went for a walk, and I get a text from my buddy Kenny, who uh, run, he used to run Ringside Promotions up in Everett. Um, he's an Everett cop. He he actually, he gets loaned out a lot to the, like, to the DEA and stuff, like, you know, okay. travel. But he's never caught by trade, by his employment. And he hits me up and just, all it said was, Jared with Jared's last name. And I said, he's a good dude. Now, Kenny, uh, Kenny does TikToks. And if you look up, it's like Sweet Kenny Kelly. And Kenny goes shopping and the first thing he does is puts a pineapple upside down in his carriage when he goes shopping, which is a symbol. If you don't know what it is, look it up. It's it's a symbol for a certain lifestyle. I'm looking it up. Um, and when he texted me the name, I said, oh, because the last time Kenny texted me a name was because he arrested the guy. And it was at one of my customers at Home Depot. They arrested him outside of my the Home Depot I worked at. And uh, I said, uh... Did you meet him through the pineapples or did you meet him through the badge? And he's like, neither. I was on vacation. And he had, like, the, I guess they had the hotel rooms or the cabins next to each other on, randomly on vacation. And he, he's like, I forgot to ask him if he knew you, but once he said Southie, I knew, you know, I texted you and Pat. Yeah. And I said, oh, yeah, I know, Jared. I grew up with him, like, literally in his house every weekend. Well, and, and that's that's the thing. You can, it's, you can go, like, if we went to California right now, L.A., and if there's somebody that somebody's gonna recognize our our accent, and then they're gonna say, "Hey, do you know so and so?" It happens every time. Because everybody knows somebody from South or from Boston. All right, I want to know what this pineapple thing is. I'm googling it, but it's going slow. You know, but that's 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 the dynamic. I mean, there was always wrestling. There was always all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So. And, you know, we just got to talking, and he's like, no, no, no. But he said, wait a minute, is, are you telling me Jared's a pineapple guy? And I was like, I have no All idea. Right. I have no idea about that. Well, let's just say Kenny's trying to go shopping for more than uh, more than bread at Market Basket. Yeah, yeah, you know, you, yeah. Well, you can't catch a fish if you just throw your hook in the water. That's, no, Kenny, and Kenny's a good, he's just a, he was like, when I first started going to wrestling shows and helping out, he was really the first one to like pay me for setting up the ring. Yeah, I never got to that level. Um, then my life took another turn. It wasn't a whole lot. Yeah, but it was something. And he would, you know, he always took care of me, and he always bought us dinner after. Like, he'd take us out for Chinese after and buy drinks, and, and even and, after, like he sells concessions sometimes at Patios, and me and him almost always have a bottle on us. And it's Kenny, you buy, you bring in the bottle, or am I? Both. Yeah, and we just get. Oh. And that and that's the thing though with those shows. Like, I remember going back. The only time I ever got paid, I think I got ten bucks for a show. Yeah. You know, and that but that's be, all the right. You gotta understand that's all the wrestlers got. Yeah, and like we we were doing, but that was back. That was like we were doing more than setup. We were doing run-ins, 
things like that. We had break up the crowd type of thing. Hmm. You know, break up the. I mean, I got. I was at one point. NECW had the TV deal. Um. And what Matt and Kyle were free because they had the TV deal with uh, New England Cable News. Even though it got buried on, it was supposed to be on like scheduled scheduled show, and it got buried like eight menus down on on demand when on demand first started. Um, I wonder if you can still they, find it. They were afraid that it, it's out there. It's I like YouTube and stuff, but they were afraid that these kids that were doing Ring Crew for us. Like, parents were going to see TV show and think there was money involved. So what Matt and Kyle did was they gave um, me and Rob Tuttle, creep, don't look him up, uh, um, a budget. I sent you that text out there, remember that? When I was away last week up in the mountains. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they, they gave us a budget. They basically gave us both, like, might have been 150 bucks. And there were maybe six people on Ring Crew, and me and Rob would split them up and give them each ten bucks. Yeah. Once in a while, you buy them a pizza. I was walking out of there with a hundred bucks. That's, that's like, and Matt and Kyle knew because I was I had to turn in receipts yeah. for what I paid them. And they were like, "The kids are all right with this." I said, "Matt, this is all you ever paid me." Yeah. And he was like, "All right." It's like you mean I'm gonna set up the ring and, and get in the show, and you didn't give me ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Right. And that was, I mean, that was a great time at NECW. Like, Eddie Edwards was there. Ivar was there as Handsome Johnny. Um, Kofi was there at this point. Uh, Sasha was there as Mercedes KV at this point. See, that's the thing. I'm, I must have mingled. But I remember, I never mingled much with the um, the, the, the wrestlers or the talent. Me neither. But before the show, there was a few, few people that I would sit with. Yeah. Uh, handsome Johnny Ivar would always be good for a, hey, what's going on, JP? How you doing? A handshake. And, yeah. Like, he was always good for that. He was so friendly. And, like, Mercedes KV was, like, 17 at the time, 16. And, like, she was one of the ones that would sit down and, like, me and her would have conversations. And Yeah. Like, I remember telling her, saying to her, like, you just have to get in front of them. You're good at what you do out there. You look good. You have the figure they want. You just need to get in front of somebody at WWE. And she was, that's what she did. And yeah. I mean, she was doing it anyway. It wasn't my advice by yeah. any means. It's what she was doing. It was more of a reassuring thing, right. you know, knowing that she's on the right path. And she did that all. Like, a lot of those guys did that with the help of Chaotic Wrestling. She was trained by Chaotic. She was trained by Brian Fury at Chaotic. Shout out to Brian because I, you know, he's one I still support. And um, he, like, but Chaotic didn't do for her what they did for some of the others that got signed. In that they didn't send, Chaotic would put the tape together for you and send it in. Yeah. And Chaotic would make the call for you. They didn't think she was ready because she was so new, and she was, and she probably could have used a little time. But but then you look at people who have never trained. But she did it so well. Doing it. She does it so well. In but speaking of Chaotic, whole, real quick, uh, they get the Chaotic's the Boston Brawl, May twenty seventh, uh, seven thirty p.m. Doors, eight p.m. Show, the Excel Academy, four hundred one Bremen Street, Boston, Mass. And you're gonna see you're gonna see Alec Price versus Brad. Oh, that's in East Boston. That's Cashier. at the high school. Um, Maybe we should go. That's what day is it? Friday, the twenty seventh. I have a uh, concert. Oh, uh, all right. Well, you should go. But they also have coming up. They'll be in Tewksbury on June third. I want to talk about. Um, which would be the next. Coming up June 17th at the Shriners Auditorium, Wilmington, Mass. This is something I've been waiting years for. My buddy Joey Kev, who will be on the show um, hopefully next week, but I can't promise that. 
uh, is running a show. Joe ran some huge shows in Bois, in Wilmington before, in the same building under the WFC. And he's had the likes of Dana White in there, the tap-out guys in there. Um, shoot, most of the Celtics, Big Baby Shaq. He had Rampage in for a show. That's cool. Like, Great. all in the audience. But then he had guys like Danny Lozon, who's fought for the UFC fighting for him. Yeah. Um, Steve Mays has coached a bunch of the guys that have been there. And he's got, so he rebranded. It's, it's Combat FC1. Combat FC being the name, Combat FC1 being the name of the, the, the show, June 17th, the Wilmington Shrine is uh, Campbell versus Guerrero, not Eddie, not Chavo. Um, welterweight, uh, welterweight belt. And he's got, uh, he always does big stuff. Joe doesn't mess around. And it's, it's going to be a good show. Like, this place holds, like, I think t- probably five, 6,000 people, and he sold it out. Nice. Uh, I Not for this show, so there's still tickets for this show. I'm saying in the past. Yeah. Well, let's, um, uh, let's mark our calendars now. Oh, I'm pretty sure I'm there with security. All right. I'll just I'll If dependent on my situation. Yeah. I'll come, though. Yeah, I know it, but... Uh, I'll come hang out. Sit, what up, sit, off? What up? That's gonna be Black Hat. Uh, keeps kicking me off. Say what? Say hey to Black Hat. Hey, Black Hat. How you doing? What's up, Black Hat? What's going on, buddy? No. Uh, what up, fellas? What up, Black Hat? Salute. I talked to the real uh, Yeti. The real Yeti. in a text. Huh. What's uh, he up to? Let's see. Let's read it. Is he ready to make an appearance back with us? I don't know. He was supposed to call me tonight, actually. He, um, where is it? be good to have him he back said, on. Baseball games, soccer games, and tours for the school nonstop last two weeks. I'll call you tonight. All right. Finally have some free time. Well, Josh, it's Tuesday. Let's see. Hey, you know what, though? Reach out when you can reach out. That's all we can do. Okay. Something. This is something we would do. Yeah. He told me he was going to call me tonight, and he hasn't yet. I'll be quiet. No, you can talk. I got to tell him he's on the air. What's up, dude? What's up? Is this Josh Richards? The original Yeti? You're live on the air of the Irish Whip. Really? I'm at work dropping off kids, and I'm live. That's awesome. Amazing. I can't say anything that or mean at all right now. But yet you just said you were dropping the kids off at the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Is there going to be a video? No. No. <laughs> I just, I, I was just reading your text, giving a little, so I want to tell you, Josh, can you confirm that you're the original Josh Yeti of, po- the, of pro wrestling podcasting? So there's another Josh now out of Texas that calls himself Cyber Yeti. <laughs> He's a part of one of our little, uh, like one of our, um, the podcast that we're friendly with. But I tell him he's not the OG. No, there's only one. That's it. There's, I'm like the Highlander, dude. There can be only one. <laughs> so what's going on in life? Update the update the Irish Whip. I, I update the mob on what's going on. Fans have been asking about you. What? People have been asking about you. People who listen. Well, yeah, I mean, they all know your 50th birthday was the other day. No, I'm not 50. I'm 29. Yeah, bull. 29-ish. Yeah. 29 plus. Pl- 29. His 29th birthday. Well, hold on. His 29th birthday just turned 21. If he's 29 and we knew him when he first started, that's so wrong on our part. His 29th birthday just turned 21. Yeah. I only stay out until 2 a.m. one time a year, and that was it. This was it. But happy birthday, Josh. I know it was just, what, last week or something? Yes. No, it was Saturday. I'll give you a big birthday kiss when I see you. When are you coming back? To where? To the Irish Whip. I don't know. When am I coming back? Come on, fam. Come on, fam. 
Whenever, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. So, uh, so off the top ropes podcast. Blackheart, who's like their host, their their sort of do everything. Said, let them know Asa our Yeti is bionic. They say their Yeti is bionic. I thought he said moronic. It sounds more like moronic. He's got the- you know what's funny is the stuff you guys. I got to get you with this kid because it'd be like the. Um, you ever see that Spider-Man cartoon where there's two Spider-Mans and they're pointing yeah. at each other? Because yeah, they don't know what to do. Because the other Josh Yeti is also a teacher. Like the similarity, yes. Is that my man? Yeah, it should it should really scare the world that I'm an early childhood educator. That is your um is that is that Jax over there? Yeah, Jax is right here. What's up, Jax? Here, say hi to Jakey. Hi, Jakey. What's up, dude? How are you? Um, I was waiting at school. Oh. oh yeah? Are you gonna open up the John Cena's when you go home? That's not. <laughs> do the Steelers even? Do the Steelers have a quarterback or a coach? Who me? Do the Steelers have a quarterback or a coach? Yeah, he's got the smallest hands in NFL history. Yeah. Do 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 they do, do they still exist? What about that team from Montana? Was that? Yeah. Do you realize like this will be the first time that my son actually watches the Steelers game where Ben Roethlisberger hasn't been a quarterback? I was um. Wow. And that's that's not Jack. That's um. Wow. You know what? Though? I'll be honest with that. I've never watched this. I've never watched the uh, Steelers game. Now, <laughs> oh, we want you back on, buddy. Iconic meaning he's an icon. Like Sting is an icon. It's like a special occasions and events. No, I'm. The That's hardest it. part for me is like going to school full time and working and establishing relationships with family and kids is like something that I've always dreamed and wanted to do. And getting able and you guys letting me be able to do that uh, is paying off big. So I, I mean, I have. Oh my gosh, I have. And by the way, this is like this is like true Irish whip stuff. We were just talking about you, and I picked up my phone and called you. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't say nothing to Joe. Just started dialing. We've done that many times before. True. It's like an, it's like an Anthony Green call. There he is. That's the br- that's the uh, Easter egg. <laughs> Still going strong. He won't do the show anymore. He won't do the show. He's too cool. You know, he's only done one podcast since his release, and it was, um, it was uh, Antonio Antonio's. Yeah. yeah, so. Well, that's okay. Yeah, they talked. They didn't talk wrestling. They talked collectibles and stuff. So that was it's a little different. Well, what about wrestling collectibles? You can do them both. Well, that's what he, they talked about. That's all Anthony collects. Yeah, I saw the view with his t-shirts. Yeah, <laughs> the last one he showed. Yeah. The last, the last. So Anthony's got about five hundred T-shirts, and the last one he showed on his video was the, um, the Autism three sixteen shirt that he still has. I still have mine. I think it'd be more interesting to figure out how many pictures, uh, what pictures he doesn't have with wrestlers, other than the ones I that he know. Has, does have pictures with. I know, I know. I think I'm giving something away next week. Yeah, we haven't done that in a while. I think I might give away a Dan House an autograph. I was like, what? One of your pairs of uh, sneakers? No. No, don't even joke like that. It's not funny. A little bit. There's a there's a sneaker convention in Boston this week, and I wish I could. If, if I wasn't going to Worcester, if I wasn't oh, yeah. going to the concert, Honestly, I'd like, go. The first time I, I've actually wanted to watch pro wrestling is when I saw Edge and Rhea Ripley together. And you're still an Edge mark to this day. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that so that group is a that group is is amazing. Yeah, I when I saw that I was like. Hmm. Maybe I'll start tuning in, but I'm still waiting for, I don't know, man. You know how, you know, just like I do. I don't watch it. Yeah, I watch the pay-per-views and that's about it. I watch it it if I'm alone, you know. I'm always alone. Yeah. (laughs) You guys should watch it together, then you wouldn't be alone. Can we hold hands? We can can do it over Zoom. Can we... (laughs) 
Can, hold on, this is going to make Josh uncomfortable. Can we watch it the same way that, um... Who's dick no. strings? Who's dick strings? You guys both got your wife beater who, on and Who's, and who's, who's dick strings? Uh, uh, Yes. Can we do? Can we um, watch it the same way Chris Dickinson was interviewed by us? He was in bed naked. <laughs> that was the most awkward interview ever. That's awesome. It was only awkward for you. Like Josh gets awkward if I if we do a Zoom call and I'm in a wife beater, well, which I is a which is a t shirt. Yeah, you might have side boobs sticking out. But Dickinson had like you could only see the top and he at least had no shirt on like I don't think he owns too many shirts like, yeah. that's just how he walks around he's that New York bodybuilder you know what I mean yeah. so I, had, we weren't sure he had pants on through the whole thing it was and Josh there's no way Josh like was Josh almost hung up maybe, <laughs> maybe we can watch it while docking no I'm not docking with you 9am in the morning like that was like what I think that's the only one we ever did in the morning. No, Wheeler. Yeah, Wheeler Uta. Wheeler Uta. Wheeler Uta was, yeah, he wanted to do it at like 8 a.m. or something. Whatever works, they say it, the, we can record. So, but Josh, I just wanted to check in on you, man. It's been a while, so Chris, uh, Rucka said what's up. by. That's the rain. That's Montana right there. Yep. You know what you don't wear in Montana is a white beater because you get your ass whooped. <laughs> by who? By the white, by the other white beaters. Well, get out of here. But, you know, like you said, that it's tough with the distance and all that. Now that we're in the studio and things like that, but you know what? You're only a phone call away. Right. We do have a we have a phone in studio. If I can figure out how to use it. Yeah. You just just gotta pick it up when they call. Right, yeah, so you can figure out how to use it then. I have no idea what to do. Right. I think you pressed the button over there. All right, go have a good show, man. I miss you guys. I love you guys. All right, love All you right, too, love Josh. You too, right. So that was the return of Josh Yeti Richards, guys. The original Yeti, not Cyber the, Yeti, not made up the Yeti. The iconic. Mm-hmm. That's like, the way you look the, at it is like, our Yeti is Godzilla. Off the top ropes Yeti is Mecha Godzilla. Nowhere near as cool. Nowhere near as cool and falls apart very easily. <laughs> Mecca did fall apart easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what, you know what I watch for wrestling content? Is I watch Ethan Page's toy toy hunts. Ethan Page is like a huge toy collector. AEW Ethan Page. Mm-hmm. And uh, as they're touring, what he'll do is he'll grab guys like Dan Housen or... Um, He's done it with Powerhouse Hobbs and guys from the AEW locker room, or girls, like he's done it with Nyla Rose. Um, and they'll go to a, they'll find a local toy store, like a hobby toy store, not you know, not a, not yeah. a Toys R Us. And they'll go shopping, and then it shows what they've all bought, what they all collect. It's pretty cool. I was in an old store like that, but it was for books. I bought a couple of books over the weekend. You gonna learn how to read? No, it, it was well. One of them is, you know, Aesop's Fables. Oh, yeah. One of them was, it was the Aesop's Fables. It was printed in, like, it's old. Like, over 100 years old. And, well, just about 100 years old. Maybe it was printed in the 20s, you know. But it was written the way it should be written. That would be 100 years old. Ish. But it was written for adults. Right. You know, not the child version that you see things out today. Yeah, the gr- so it's like the Grimm's Tales. Yeah, so I, I, I got that, and I got a, um, another book on folklore, and I got a really cool book called Grandfather Tales. And all it is is tales that you would be passed down from generation to generation. You know what my father, so I'll tell you a grandfather tale from my father's point of view. All right. South Boston. Mm-hmm. Farragut Park. 
the statue. Uh-huh. Does it make sense that Farragut, a French soldier, has a statue in South Boston? Yeah, not at all. Do you know why it's there? Somebody messed up. Well, according to my grandfather, or my great-grandfather, actually, my father's grandfather, who I never met, the ship sank. What? The ship sank. Ship sank. I said the ship sank. Yep. I was was going to let that go. (laughs) The ship sank right there, and they dragged it up to the land. The true story is he was an American soldier. Was he an American soldier? Yeah. But it was, it was supposed to be down originally down in South Carolina or something, right? According to my father, it was New Orleans, the French Quarters. New Orleans. But uh, that's not the case. It was literally meant for South Boston the whole time. And my father that's got a book about South Boston, and it sort of ruined everything his grandfather ever told him. And, but that's still debatable, though, because, you know, it all depends on where you look and who, you look, who you're talking to. And yeah, so... That's a that's a little grandfather tale for you. I love how you're getting ready. Oh, oh that's not the camera you're using. All right. No, this kept shutting off for some reason, so yeah. I switched to the um, the laptop camera. So yeah, so we're gonna change things up a little bit, right? Yeah, I don't in think we're gonna go live. Uh, not so much, anyway. Maybe once in a while. Like uh, honestly, uh, you know, we appreciate every bit of support that we get from everybody out there. So. Absolutely. Whether you're a Bobby D or you're a Joe Joe in Indiana that yep. listens to us, we love you and we appreciate you because like this is stuff we never thought would happen. We the never way thought it is. this would happen. Um, but the live just doesn't do much to enhance the show mm-hmm. anymore. The equipment that we use for the live isn't as good as the equipment we record with. And the sound levels are off. We want everybody to get the best quality. Yes. So. The live will be once in a while. Like tonight, we went live, and the the main reason we do it is for the the banter. For you know, tonight we had Blackheart chiming in. Yep. The from Off the Top Ropes podcast. Yes, a list. Wrestlenary. Wrestlenary. And fun. so many other. Yeah. I'll give him that. Wrestlenary's really. You fun. gave him your D on the Wrestlenary. Hmm. You gave him your big D on Wrestlenary. I did. And they said we don't have big D's. No, Irish curse. <laughs> And what WrestleNary is, for those who don't know, is it's a multiple choice quiz show that um, Blackout of Off the Top there's Ropes a, podcast there's a hosts. a board game of a similar name, and it kind of plays off so, of that. They, um, yeah, so, and it's pretty fun, like, because sometimes they do a whole show of questions that a preschooler that's watched a single episode of Monday Night Rock would answer. Mm-hmm. And then they have us on. And we apparently got like the, the, the advanced PhD. doctorate version. I think I got one one question right. I don't think I did. I, I made it. But I think it was only because I like I might have copied you. You put first or something. I want, uh, also, guys. So we mentioned Combat FC one. Uh, I want to talk about real quick the um, the something Mike Carlo talked about here. The Elite Pro Wrestling Academy. Yes, I've been seeing some pictures it's of that coming along. It's looking really good. Looking awesome. And, like, we're in that group with Mike, which is, like, a, a sort of a wrestling training group. It's a privilege. And you got some good, like, I actually printed out one of the sayings that we get in there, that they post in there, one of the, I put, I printed it out in a little meme form, and I hung it up in work for everyone to see, and it was uh, Larry King quote saying, I never learned anything while I was talking. Yeah. You know, so. That's so true, and all we do is talk. And I think everybody needs to, like, kind of take that in. So I said to my boss, can I print this out and hang it in the back? Because, you know, everybody needs to hear that every once in a while. Yeah. So that's, and that's the problem with a lot of things that are going around these days is that no matter how much you you think you're in the right in that situation, sometimes you just got to shut up and listen. You know? Right. And with that, like, like, then, then again, going going along on the, uh, the not not going live anymore, doing the recording and uploading, you might, might hear different episodes, different styles, different things, like, you know, 
We'll see. Yeah, changing, up, changing things up a little. Still being wrestling, keeping our base in wrestling. Right, but we've always things up a little. You know, I, me and you had this conversation, and I had the same answer you did. Somebody asked me why we don't do like one of those lifestyle podcasts, and I said, "Well, I kind of do. We just kind of talk about wrestling too." Yeah, because we talk because oh. like lifestyle. We just talked about Salty for, for an hour. Yes, but how we grew up and what it is, and although you know the clickbait title of this is going to be the return of the real Yeti. Yeah. The real Yeti. I'm so glad he answered. We even got Jax. Yep. Jax is his... Um, Jax told you, you you suck. No, he told me the Patriots suck, and he's uh, wrong. Well, I don't know. There's no accounting for taste. I don't follow sports. That's all I got. Yeah. Joe, what do you got? I, get, I like watching sci-fi TV shows and made-up monsters and ghosts and aliens. Love watching ancient aliens. I'm trying to get Giorgio Suclis on the show. Who? The guy, the guy that does ancient aliens. Why don't we get um, Eugene on the show? Do you think that could happen? Eugene? Yeah. Eugene from wrestling, Eugene? No. Walking Dead, Eugene? Yeah, Eugene. Walking Dead? Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, the Night of the Living Dead. Oh, Big, da- Big Daddy. We met last yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Me I too. Yeah, a couple Throw weeks me ago. off a second. I don't think we did a show last week. So a couple weeks no, ago, we met, we met Eugene. Um, Big Dad, Eugene Clark, um, I think it, yeah. Big Daddy from the... Uh, the, the, the George Romero's Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, and we also met, um, I didn't realize how long he was in pro wrestling for. Um, Tyler Maine. Tyler Maine, yeah. He, like, he, he wrestled Andre the Giant in Japan. I never knew that. Yeah. So that means he was in wrestling for like a decades. While. Yeah, and and now because Andre's Japan time was before the WWE time, and now now he's you know making movies. He was uh, Sabretooth in the X Men, and just so I can sort of tag them in this, every podcast has given their information, given their their, and I'm not going to give mine on this, but I just want to say their name so I can tag them in it. Sasha Banks. Because with what's going on, I don't want to comment on what I think is going on because I don't know. We don't know for yeah. sure. I mean, I know all I all I know about it is what happened. I'm hoping for yeah. I'm I hoping you didn't know why. I'm hoping and things point to me in the direction I think. I'll tell you. You know what it is, so you can call me out if I'm wrong when I tell people at the end what my opinion was. Um. And I'll stick to my opinion on what I feel should happen. And, again, you can call me out if I change that, but um, I'm not going to say what they are publicly. Yeah, no, I, I know what they are. And if it ever comes out, I, you know, and it's one of those things where it's it's one of those, like, if you know, you know type things. Right. You know? If you're, if you you know, you know. If you don't, you, you're going you're gonna to keep watching to find out. So... Shout out to QATV. Shout out to Spotify. Shout out to Cagney. Shout out to Good Dinner. Shout out to Spreaker. The Spreaker app. Shout out to StreamYard. No, no, shout out to StreamYard. But yeah, shout out to Off the Top Ropes Podcast. That's it. You know? And some of those other guys out there that are pretty cool. Yeah, there's a couple good podcasts out there. Um, but that's all I got for this week. Yeah, and then same here, and like I said, we said earlier, the more things change, the more they stay the same. That's it. You know, see you next Tuesday.